so friends the buzzwords that you typically hear for hear of in iot world is well, iot itself zwave zigbee loravan nbiot then people hear of all kinds of sensors and they are thinking okay is this an alexa is this a temperature sensor most of the people think of nest so let's demystify all of these and and explain what what all of these are first of all internet of things you know the way i think about it me personally it's like every inanimate object that's out there can have a life right and could be part of the connected world right so we as human beings are 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 connected um i would argue with living beings like uh, plants living beings like animals and so there is a connection between all of us but now with this technology a simple thing like a wall a window phone of course a car right uh, anything that you use on a day to day basis could be connected now what is it connected to it's when people say connected or you know as internet of things alludes to they're mostly connected to the internet and and because they can be connected to the internet all kinds of data that traditionally could not be tapped into is now available for us to tap into so for example appliances right inside a household like a refrigerator dishwasher stove uh, can now transmit data especially related to when the appliances are not let's say working optimally right so now they can send a signal a data to you the manufacturer the homeowner whoever and say i am in need of help so help me right so that's one example of what is the potential of iot now let's come to the protocols like zwave and zigbee and loravan and nbiot and for all those non tech people which is myself included all of these were great sounding buzzwords in fact the first time i used them i felt like i was smarter than i actually was and so i looked into you know what exactly are these protocols communication protocols and turns out the iot world that i described needs a special kind of a language or protocol or a pipe to send the data and those pipes are not standardized right because they're not standardized uh, different people have come up with different kinds of pipe to send the data uh, to the internet so zwave and zigbee and all of these other protocols at some at a basic level are all just different kinds of communication pipes Uh, some of these are better in certain situations like uh, bluetooth you know i'm sure everybody uses bluetooth and they know bluetooth really works well you know in 10 to 20 feet but two problems as you go away from the object that you're connected to the signal drops right also this kind of a device needs a lot of power so those are the two considerations that essentially drive what kind of protocol you use you know what's the energy requirement what's the power requirement and what is the distance that the data can go through without dropping so that at a very basic level folks is what zwave zigbee and the protocols mean finally different kind of sensors 
well, I can tell you that even I am not fully educated on all the kinds of tensors, but I can tell you from an insurance context, the ones that we've been tracking very closely are the ones about, you know, water or moisture detection, temperature, humidity, carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, motion sensors. And at the, at the core of it, these are all, you know, capturing a quality and an aspect which, you know, which by itself may not mean much. Well, sometimes it does mean much. For example, temperature settings, right? So Nest kind of revolutionized what you could do with a thermostat. So now we have all these different kind of sensors that are using these different protocols, have the ability to send the data to the internet. And someone has to now make sense of all these different data, aggregate it, normalize it, and then use it for the purpose that they have in mind. So in the consumer context, it's thermostat settings, heat settings, humidity settings. In the business to business or especially in the insurance case that the property insurance business use case that we're working on, think of it as peril type, right? So if there is a peril of um, say frozen pipes becoming a reality in the frozen tundra that Chicago becomes in winter, Think of it from a sensor standpoint as a combination of temperature and moisture. Right? So you take those two elements and put sensors that can measure that. And hey, uh, along with the weather-related information that's uh, available out there, we can now start figuring out the risk that that peril pre- you know, presents and take action to mitigate yeah, you can't prevent it, but mitigate that risk to a large extent to the benefit of, for homeowners as well as the insurance companies. And that's what you know, Purple Land is doing today. Well, I hope that was helpful. I would love for you to put in a comment below uh, on, on this channel if you want to reach us or send me a note at punkage at purple-and.com. So long. <laughs>